Hey guys, Sean here, and an unusual day to drop the episode of Any Given Runday. It's a bonus episode of the podcast dropping on a Thursday. And the reason for this bonus episode was if we listened to episode eight of the podcast at the very end of it, and um, we cut off the mic, we're done, we're talking about rest and recovery. And Aaron was pretty much like, I don't really believe those last couple of minutes. And by those last couple of minutes, he meant pretty much most to show and myself and Eric got got fairly annoyed we have the video of our actual reactions on our Instagram page where you can see I get visibly not physically visibly annoyed with him and I'm like man that's that's why we're doing the podcast I mean there's there's the four of us that have four different opinions on how to run a podcast how to run a podcast how to run a marathon with our own different backgrounds and stuff and the idea behind it is to have all these different opinions and especially with that episode there was no one right or wrong way like we even put up a poll afterwards on our, our instagram page on monday and we just had all different you know foam rolling sauna cold showers and whether you believed them or used them yourself and there was not one of them that had like a hundred percent all in on it now I think foam rolling was like the highest at 80 something percent but there was other stuff that I, w- I would swear by like saunas and people were were unsure about them and some a lot of people were like knowing the cold showers and I think because it's absolutely freezing out right now I can see why a lot of people said no cold showers as well but the, my point is we had all these, these different opinions so what we did in this episode unlike most episodes we have some sort of preparation and idea where we're going in the next 20 minutes we just hit the record button and just went on, on, on a rant with this one talking to Aaron and why he didn't believe uh, certain things that were said and look more power to him he, he's he's entitled to his opinion I'm glad he actually just came out and said it rather than just hold it in and same as pretty much anything in life just you have your opinion it is what it is and he, he has it because he hasn't done any marathons he hasn't used any any of the products we talked about so he's like that just doesn't resonate with me i'm sure if it didn't resonate with him it probably didn't resonate with a lot of you so right before i just play you that that episode where we just hit the record button and just talked for 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 20 odd minutes and there's one thing i really want to say because there's a point in the podcast where i'm talking about social media and, and influencers and stuff like that and i couldn't think of the right story i am going on a tangent on something else but with with the benefit of of editing this podcast i'm able to tell you that exact story and i've linked the description to this story in uh the podcast notes up near the very top and basically i'm not going to spoil on you but but here's pretty much the 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 headline of of that um of that article it reads reality tv stars audition to promote poison diet drink on instagram yep I'm going to read that one more time in case you didn't hear it right. Reality TV stars auditioned to promote Poison Diet Drink on Instagram. Completely, completely insane. It's all about um, Blind Boy Boat Club has a new TV, had a new TV show on uh, BBC3 where he went undercover and he got three influencers to pretty much promote Cyanide. Sounds mad, but give it a go to the link read the article and then watch the video you will not believe it. and that's what's driving me absolutely insane with social media influencers not that the other story i talk about this podcast didn't drive me insane either but that's that that's that's the key one as far as i'm concerned over the last couple of months anyway and with that said guys enjoy the show if you do enjoy this this kind of bonus episode we just kind of like shoot the breeze let us know on the instagram comments uh, let us know by by set by putting a review on the podcast page or dm us or whatever it is uh, at any given run the official on instagram and facebook thank you for sharing this uh, the, the podcast and your stories and that's pretty much it enjoy the show
Hey guys, Sean here. Welcome to another episode of the Any Given Run Day podcast. We're on episode nine. I'm once again joined by Eric, Aaron, Connor, and the fourth guy is myself. Before we get started, before we get started in this week's podcast, the end of last week's podcast, You're we. But I'm, I'm annoyed because the fact that hanging out, hanging out, everything rolling, recording on this one, and the reason I'm annoyed was um, we talked at length. And it's probably a good thing because it, it was a long podcast, around 30 minutes, talking about our different supplement and what we talk about, Epsom salt baths and all the rest. And if you're not too sure what, what I'm talking about, go back and listen to last week's episode. And if you listen to it with a bit of a, a sceptical mind, well, once I hit stopped and we finished recording, we thanked you for listening to the podcast, someone said... Within a second. Well, as, soon as, <laughs> as soon as I hit stop, it was, I don't really believe in all that. And you probably thought, well, why did Aaron just come in and say that? That was, that was me paraphrasing Aaron. Aaron, what is going on there? Like, and, and genuinely, you, you're you not a big fan of, of multivitamins and, and all the rest. And, and because you said it, just to, to set yourself up a little bit here, because you talk like that, there's probably other people who are thinking the same, going, lads, are you just plugging stuff or what's going on? So, Aaron, yeah. what was your thoughts on last week's podcast? I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. The salt thing, salt in a bath, I just, okay. Yeah, salts. Epsom salts. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I like. To be honest, I'm very skeptical about. I don't know. Putting do multivitamins work? Do you know? Are you taking enough nutrients already in your food that you're already eating? Like, do you really necessarily need these multivitamins? Okay. This salt bath with magnesium. Like, I don't know. Is magnesium good or bad for you? I, really don't know about that man in fairness like, I, I don't know personally yeah. I haven't checked it out but you wouldn't go out of your way to try it I'm sceptical like the thing is like okay I can try something okay okay it might work out for me in the first couple of weeks and I'm just like okay is this actually positive for me or like down the road like oh is this going to be a big problem to, to put it in the context uh, for, for people wondering why you're sceptical and correct me if I'm wrong with this you come for like you have this this business background that this kind of little bit of a marketing back. Would that come into it where you're like everything's just marketing to you, or am no, I well, like, why well to market out with that? Well, no, it's kind of like I just think sometimes some sometimes like that where you're okay, this works. Oh, I'll keep using that, and it's not really helping you. Like you're not really either. You haven't got to the root of the problem. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. stuff like that, and I like protein shakes. Like I don't know like they do work in certain instances but then like if I you're already say. eating that much protein anyway in your meal you don't necessarily need to take this protein I would agree with you I think supplements um, are I didn't say this last week but supplements are the, the last 10% that last little bit rather than, than the main well, bit isn't that why they're called that exactly they're to supplement your lifestyle yes Yes. but some Mm. people would would use it as the go-to as the band-aid to to their bad nutrition rather than to aid a good lifestyle to what you're saying Aaron am I right in saying that am I I with you there am I yeah kind of like I just I'm just very sceptical of some of these products like especially some of the random products that come out on Facebook or Instagram these days wish.com yeah yeah (laughs) that's you know, oh, like you see these pair of like you know, uh, Ray Ban sunglasses for fifteen, for fifteen for fifteen euro that your friend has posted. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think I think from my perspective, I think I, I can absolutely uh, you know agree to a certain extent with what Aaron's saying. I mean, you know, you can get very bogged down in in just as we're looking for the next big product that's going to make all your pains and aches go away. And um, 
and I think there's plenty of them out there. I mean, there there are certain things from a recovery standpoint that I don't buy into or, or I don't use. Uh, there's a lot of athletes that swear by compression clothing directly after exercise. Yes. Um, that's not something that I, I utilize. But in the same way, I mean, if you talk about the Epsom salt baths, um, you know, being useful for relieving sore muscles, that's scientifically proven. Magnesium sulfate is, you know, it, it's a mineral that supports that that process. So in my mind, it works, um, and it's backed by science. On the opposite side of that, and we, and we talked about CBD oil, um, that's something I use to, to support sleep. And it, it's something that, you know, I find works for me, but at the same time, I see it marketed as, it, you know, it, it does this, that, and the other. And I don't use it for those things. I, I use it specifically before I go to bed to help me sleep. And, and it seems to work fine. Um, you know, I've kind of gone through a process of isolating it to see if it works properly for me. Um, but at the same time, you know, do I think it's placebo? Perhaps, and you spoke about that, Sean. You know, is, is it just that it's something that makes you feel comfortable? And you, or was it Eric said it that it's just something that makes you feel comfortable and kind of puts in that frame of mind? Perhaps. Um, but you know, when I think about um, you know, when I think about supplements in general from a recovery standpoint, you know, you, you can't put a bandit on a broken leg. You know, it is all about having a really good base first and foremost. And as you said, Sean, the supplements and the products they are the last kind of the, the five ten percent to get through us the line. Aaron was talking there and he was reminding me of something and I was racking my head I was trying to listen to you but I was also racking my head on there was a, something that came up recently that was reminding me of, of Aaron talking about like the, the BS of supplements and some things some people, people going at it and it clicked me I saw an article by, by a guy in first training who was slating someone else and I hate to slate people I always think each their own you know you do you if that works for you whatever but sometimes it's like there's marketing and money behind this and this is the top of it I'm going to say two words and I'll see if you can relate to this. Meat patch. Anyone any idea what that is? Is, is this like, like a Nicorette like patch that gives you a meat fix? <laughs> it sounds He's like that. dead right. He's <laughs> dead right. Right, I heard this. I thought this was a water for whispers thing. Seemingly now. And once again, I hate to do names and stuff. He's probably making a lot of money off it. I don't know the guy. I didn't watch the show personally. But seemingly, uh, I, I even feel bad talking with names and stuff. But I have to talk with this. Um, your man Tyson Fury <laughs> the, oh, but no, no his brother is on Love Island and genuinely if you watch it fair enough I've never watched an episode can't tell you it's good bad and different don't know right. don't care not the point he posts up a thing wear the meat patch and I had to look up his Instagram to see it and I saw it it was like uh, meat patch blah blah the exact same work like Nicorette if you're struggling to, you know, to avoid having meat wear this meat patch and you will not crave that's bacon. the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life 105,000 people like this Instagram post and he's probably getting paid a lot of money through it so I know not to put that in the same boat at all with Epsom salt baths or anything else or CBD oil or anything like that but there are things out there to Aaron's credit that are just there to make money off people I'm sure if I sat back and thought about it I could rattle off 10 or 12 things even putting the word protein and everything it's like that's going to be healthier like Weedabix Weedabix well I mean yeah because milk already has protein in it but there's the other different things like that you might be able to argue but Weedabix protein who in their right mind gets their protein amount in the morning from Weedabix from that one gram or two of protein that's all it is isn't it the best product I saw doing that is um, 
I don't know if, if we can say it now to slate them, but it's a absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are we turning right. into that? Go we, for it. Right. we did well the first nine right. episodes without slating. Are we slating now? It's a, it's a, at least if they sue us, we can get famous. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll, we'll start by saying this is a personal. This is a personal opinion, you know. Um, Connor Nolan's uh, opinions not reflect that. Exactly. Yeah. At least if they sue him, we can get a good day. Ah, go on, son. Right, any given court day. Season two. Go. It's now, now I'm nervous now. It's a, it's it, it's a product by a very well known chocolate manufacturer. Is that where we're going to go? Wow, is, is this the sugarless dairy milk? No, he's going straight into Mars protein. Aren't you? Oh, <laughs> I knew it. Actually, it was, it was Boost protein, but boost uh, protein. Oh, but uh, yeah, you know the Boost, the boost parts, and they, they yeah. released a, it was a Boost protein parts, and I tried a couple of them before. And they taste worse than a boost bar, first of all. But also, when you go in and look at the actual nutritional information in the back, the, the level of sugar and calorie from the bar is so high. They, <laughs> like, it offsets the minute little bit of protein that you would actually get from it anyway. People think because you have a protein bar, you're getting healthier. It's like, oh, I'm going to have a protein bar, but you're adding an extra. Not, now, some protein bars can be good, but you got to realize you're still adding an extra two, 300 calories. Yeah. Four. On, sometimes sometimes yeah. four onto your meal. And to get that extra protein into it, they have to add other stuff into it as well to get to that amount. Now, if you're using it as a part of your 2,000 calories, you could argue that it's okay for you, but. Then you're I mean, that's you missed a good meal. That's twenty percent, uh, exactly. That's twenty percent of your thing gone on, on, on just getting ten grams of protein. Where you could have got ten grams of protein in a boiled egg, maybe two boiled eggs, two what six seven grams of boiled egg, yeah, depends on the size of it. But you could have got that with extra with all the, the vitamins and minerals that come with egg rather than getting only one hundred and thirty-five calories or something. So, like. Something along those lines. A lot less calories, but yeah. you're still getting the amount of protein instead of consuming four hundred calories and only getting ten grams of protein. It's like where I'm going to get the other. 80, 90 grams depends on what kind of diet and stuff you're on out of only 1600 calories you're really limiting yourself there um, so it, it, obviously that comes back down to calories in calories out but it comes back down to marketing throwing protein on it throwing low fat stuff on a while was always oh, low fat it must, it must be healthier my mom always bought low fat milk because she thought it was healthier than full fat but this is it like, and, and even a couple of years sorry, ago sorry man <laughs> <laughs> the, la- the last time your mother ever makes you a cup of tea <laughs> just like to point out Sean's opinion of his mom or his own <laughs> <laughs> but if you remember a couple of years ago everyone went through a, through a phase of oh it's gluten free it's, it's, yes. you know, it's healthy you know, and, and people missed the point completely and, and this you know, even gluten free products you know, thinking that oh that was fine I can eat as much of this as I want because it's gluten free and that's okay but in reality they were you know taking in double the amount of calories because they're eating twice as much because they thought it was you know twice as healthy and and people were having, yeah and they were having so some gluten, some products had to be gluten free because people are that. and that's 100% grand no bother but some people were eating gluten free and saying they're gluten free because they said they're being healthier and they were having more calories sometimes you have a regular muffin and a gluten free muffin and you can argue that neither are good for you, but some people are like, uh, gluten-free muffin, that's out there for me. And I have that. And it's not, it might be more calories, and it might defeat your overall purpose, which is for a lot of people, is weight loss, fat loss, and, and now bad things like that. Or do you ever see like something that's advertised as gluten-free, but like the actual version anyway is gluten-free? I can't think of an example. It's like, it's like milk or something like that. I don't know, I've seen something in the shop and I was like, Where's the wheat in this anyway? <laughs> yeah, isn't that gluten free? Gluten free eggs, yeah. Gluten free eggs, the best kind. <laughs> but everything in moderation is the key thing that I find. Like we're talking about, people are saying like you, we're saying you eat a protein bar, 
there's days if I'm doing a big session with a swim cycle I'll burn nearly 6,000 calories in that day to eat that amount of good food I will say like our eggs how many eggs would you have to eat how many of this would you have to eat breads the whole lot sometimes when you get to those guys and this is why some athletes you will see with their gels and this and that they're getting in the calories that they have overburned like their their body is running on empty and that's when I suppose it's okay to go okay I can have a muffin which is really high in calories and sugar because you in excess of 4,000 calories yeah, yeah, yeah. every day. Exactly. Know? I mean, look, you know, Michael Phelps and Usain Bolt, you know, prime example. Exactly. I mean, Phelps was burning 12,000 calories yeah, and everything like that. Usain Bolt eats chicken nuggies, so I can eat chicken nuggies. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like but you're yeah. not Usain Bolt. You know, you're, yeah. not, you're not burning that many calories a day. So, you know, <coughs> it's just, I suppose, about, you know, people think that they go for a quick swim and, and jump the sun and they've done 40 minutes work and they're going, right, that's grand. I've, I've earned that Domino's pizza or, or whatever it is because Phelps does it and, and that's, that's how, I, how I operate. You know, bring it right the way back to you know doing what makes you feel good and what works for you it's all about you know being able to to tailor these these routines and these um you know these these kind of activities to yourself and your own um your own um your own training you know and, that, and that's really the important part yeah i i'm not a big fan of, of labeling food good and bad because of certain situations where you know that pizza you just enjoy it well, I, I talk about more from a, like I mean for example if you're if you're going out and you're doing oh, a long not, run yeah, you, no, burn, you burn 600 calories yeah. you know but then you spend the rest of the day eating Domino's pizza and Doritos and, and you end up with a calorie surplus of 3,000 calories exactly well, yeah know. but you, you're, you're that, that's bad because you're calorie you're surplus. defeating you're, you're calorie surplus you're, you're defeating your purpose of, of what you want to do but uh, saying that whole like a pizza is always bad for you. Now, pizza is always going to have a lot of calories for you. But let's say one day you do not eat the whole day for whatever reason. You go home at night and you have a, a thousand calorie pizza. You know you're not getting all the vitamins and minerals in the world, and that's where your supplements come in sometimes. But you're still in a thousand calorie deficit for the day. And you should probably eat more food. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. it, it, it's all it's all to over that 24 hour period or even looking at it as a whole week on what your calories are rather than each specific meal and then people get bogged down on that in terms of you know everything has to be right 100% that's a lot of pressure on yourself if you're like I can never have a pizza I can never have a chocolate bar that's tough and when you do break you feel like crap and then mm. you just that's the slide you go down and if anyone listens like me I my emotions are through food if I'm happy I'll eat if I'm sad I will eat more <laughs> it's, it's like everything is like I do like my food and I find by doing all this running and burning all it just gives me an excuse to eat more food that I like but everyone has those days where you've had a rough day someone's called you a name things didn't go well and again it's about how you feel like sometimes Domino's Pizza tub of Ben and Jerry's and a, a good chick flick and I'm crying away there that's what I need to to get on to okay put that behind myself felt sorry for myself there for a day and then you get back into the training because a lot of people find as well is that snowball effect turns into an avalanche oh sure I've had a biscuit with my coffee sure the day is ruined yeah. oh, now I'm going to have this for lunch now I'm going to have that for dinner and before you know it you feel sluggish the next day oh sure we'll just have it, it, already it, had three takeaways this week so far so John let's uh, you know, this week's 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 only one right day <laughs> but John, I remember Sean you saying something similar to me because obviously you know you as part of your your your, your um your, your personal training you, you advocate for an 80-20 lifestyle I remember you saying to me one day because I passed a comment not dissimilar to that that I'd kind of ruined the day or, or ruined the week by doing something and you said look if you look at yourself as like you're, you're like you're a car like you're a machine right you know the equivalent of eating a takeaway is it's, it's you know it's your burst of tyre you, you have a flat tyre imagine going around and slashing the three tyres you know mm. 
it's you know it's counterproductive to think that way. The best you can do is acknowledge that, okay, well either it's fit into your age twenty lifestyle or you've had a little bit of a slip up. But you know that downward slide is you know it's unnecessary if you're doing it deliberately because you think you've ruined everything else. Yeah, yeah it's it's every, it's everything in perspective. I just the last two three minutes of the podcast because I think this is the very first podcast where we've gone through 17, 18 minutes and we haven't really mentioned running at all but to, to fill it in a little bit to fill it in a little bit yes. we were talking yeah if you were talking about there sometimes good days bad days eating a little bit more eat a bit less and then kind of two three episodes ago you talked about um, angry runs to make yourself feel better have you guys got to the point of using running as therapy running is the greatest therapy that is like, that is uh, we've talked about the bats the episodes you're yeah. relaxing you're switching your mind off but there's been days and people, I don't know, everyone's situation is different and I've got involved with Nature Athlon Club and I'm doing a lot of runs and swims with other people. But when you're out doing your run and it's you and a couple of people, if you're on an easy one and you can chat, you're just, you've switched off to all the bad that's happened in the day. Or if there was something, you're able to talk about it running, but the anger, them angry runs, when you exert yourself, that anger dissipates it's like a way of getting rid of it when you do an hour long run you haven't got a lot of energy to go punching walls and mm-hmm. screaming and this and that and if you do fair play run more but <laughs> it's it's for me it's the, best, it's the best kind of headspace that I can something that might annoy I'm the one that will do a post-mortem on every conversation oh I can't believe I said that and this mm-hmm. and that and I'll overthink everything but then when I go for a run it's just an opportunity to switch off Yeah. all you're worrying about is what pace am I at what heart rate am I in how far have I gone? You know, and you've oh, what's that over there? When you when you start to get more comfortable, you're just taking it all in on the yeah. run, and Jesus, not as cold today. It, random things come into your head. You just switch off, and it is the greatest therapy. And then when I when I do that, I don't feel as bad or as sad or as angry as I did. Or yeah, people say, and there's a lot of laid back people, but everyone has feelings, everyone has emotions, and someone could have put you down and work and stuff, and that can have the effect of the snowball that we have. That if if you let that five minute period and it is I am a culprit for it that five minute period of my day ruining the other minutes of the day which are a lot more than five yeah but by just getting through the process of shoes shorts out onto your run then I can kind of deal with that and then I feel better that you know what even though that part of the day wasn't good I still got my run in actually and the times are a little bit better and then you're reinstilling that positive feeling in yourself because that's what we're all doing this we're doing it together and we've had a lot of people text us and say it's great to see but once you can reinstill that positive in yourself you will be able I have found that I am able to manage all the other hard stressful sad happy occasions in the day and it's it's important and it's acknowledging whether it's food or your emotions or the snowball effect that can happen um, and again it all comes back down to the mindset we keep talking about as well it really helps keep a good mindset in, in your life in your, your everyday activities 100% it's definitely helping in my stress levels anyway if I've been showing work whatever I in that run and I, I can't explain it it just helps me think a little bit clearer and I kind of switch off for a while and kind of like you say and your, your pace or whatever and all of a sudden something comes back in mind like why did you not do this this way like oh yeah have to go home now (laughs) 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 and keep on running from there so um yeah so um that was a very productive episode of the podcast i thought thank you very much aaron for um saying something when we hit stop now i'm about to say that you know say goodbye to everyone and thank you for listening all the rest is there anything in these last 20 minutes that you talk 
They really agree with that one, Sean. Is anything you want to let people know about? Or I think I'm just running stressful. I just, I just <laughs> Are you stressed when you run? Are you more stressed? No, it relaxes me a bit. Like in fairness, it take and it actually probably gives me better sleep that night. And in fairness, it's nearly harder to wake up the next day. But sure, whatever. So you might lose. <laughs> you might make it to work the next day. You might lose your job, but damn, you got a good run in the well, At least you got a good sleep. Sleep. <laughs> yeah, That's it. I'd just like to say, running leads to unemployment. <laughs> running leads to unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to say as well, Sean. My accent, like you have got it to a T. Like <laughs> we might get a couple of complaints saying that you know there's just two people sound the exact same. Sean, dial it back. <laughs> the accent and stuff, it's too good. It's too apre match right there. You know, it's just a bit too much right there. <laughs> Not a bombshell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Live there, so. For the record, that wasn't me. I'm not that good at access there saying that. Well, thanks, Eric. Um, thank you once again for listening to this week's episode of the Any Given Run Day podcast. Thank you once again for sharing, for commenting on our Instagram stories and all the questions stuff you're asking. Uh, really, really do appreciate it. We have reached, we are over the halfway mark now towards our Madrid marathon, and we are feeling so good about these next eight weeks, lads, aren't we? Absolutely. What and lack of enthusiasm right there, Aaron. And on that note, thank you once again for listening to the podcast, lads. Anything else to add? No. Aaron, anything? Anything? No, no. Going once, going twice. Oh, guys, come on. Get it over with. Thanks, lads. Take care.